Welcome to The Workbench, where each week we take the time and make the space to build and create in our lives. I'm your host, Christina Aw, and I'm a writer, coach, and human resources professional with a deep interest in helping you find clarity, overcome obstacles, plan, and take action on your big dreams and goals. By doing this and sharing the journey, we can build and create, and we can inspire others to do the same. So let's get to it. and welcome back to The Workbench. Today's guest is my good friend, Rick Whips. Rick and I have known each other since middle school, and I wanted to invite him to share his Workbench stories. We touch on a lot of topics in this conversation, including his move to Richmond, Virginia, his decision to go back to school, his love for playing bass, and the evolution of his career. We talk a little bit about race and, quite frankly, I felt inadequate and uncertain on how to convey the right words during this segment. I decided that despite my discomfort, we should not edit this out, because learning how to better talk about race is also part of the workbench work so many of us are engaged in right now. Rick shares with us some of the key influences in his life, the women that helped shape him, the music that impacted him, and what he's up to these days. Don't forget to check out the show notes for his song for the playlist, as well as some links to his band and some awesome venues in Richmond. We hope you enjoy. Happy to see your face. It's great to see your face as well. I wasn't sure if we were doing this or not until I saw your post the other day. Oh, yes. Yeah. So I, <laughs> I was on vacation. So, you know, <laughs> we were out in the mountains, uh, Crozet, Virginia, and, uh, you know, it's spotty Wi-Fi yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So, but yeah, 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 yeah. I, I definitely remembered. Cool. Very cool. Well, it, it sounds like you had a great vacation too. Yeah, it was very relaxing. Nice. Nice. Definitely. Yeah. Get off the streets of, uh, you know, a lot of the protests were here and all that stuff. So right yeah. in front of my house, right in front of my house. <laughs> I saw the photos. That's crazy. So uh, has it settled down or is it still happening or? It's still happening, but you wouldn't notice it here. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, they basically brought it down to like uh, the courthouses and down towards like the like the capitol buildings and all that kind of stuff so you're pretty close to downtown then uh yeah very close i could be there in five minutes and okay all right yep. yeah cool well we're recording already hope that's okay oh okay <laughs> let, yep. let you know um and i can uh just i'll give you the the rundown we can edit anything that we need to edit if you decide you don't want it out in the world after just let me know okay um We'll talk as long as we want to talk, you know, up to an hour is fine, uh, whatever feels good. And um, I put together a little intro um, that I'll just start right now and, and run through. And then if you want to add anything or take anything out, um, we can do that as well. Okay. I'm new to this. So, you know, walk me through it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also need to say this will go out into the world. So um, just make sure it's what you want out in the world. <laughs> Moving into <laughs> a career standpoint, it's always good gotcha. to know that um, just in advance. Once it's out there, we can't take it back. I can always uh, take it off whatever website, but you know what I mean. Oh, trust me. Yeah, I've done enough radio to where uh, I've even got the censorship thing down. Where, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I think I, I think when I submitted my podcast to iTunes or Apple Podcasts or whatever, I, I did allow for profanity, so I'm not like an all-audience podcast, but um, oh, it's just funny, like there's actually a box you have to check, you know? Got um, it. Yeah, so I'll just jump in, I'll ask you questions. If there's something that's making you, you know, th th that you don't want to answer, you let me know. We'll just run it, and uh, then I can do whatever edits on the back end that we need to do. Okay, well, you've known me a long time. You know, I'm kind of unfiltered. So. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> I love that about you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so um, really glad you're here at the Workbench Podcast, Rick. Uh, it's been really, really exciting to get ready for this interview. Um, today, my guest is Rick Whips. Whips! Rick and I have been friends since high school and have stayed in touch over the years. There's never a time that I'm not happy to see his face, either in person or on Facebook. He carries a sense of fun and great energy with him that shows up in his relationships and on stage. He's been a musician forever, a bassist. He's also a diehard hockey and football fan and has recently taken the plunge and returned to school to pursue a new career. Really, really glad you're here, Rick. Um, Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's been a while since we've talked. I think 
maybe we talked in Saranac Lake a few years ago when we were both there. Uh, I remember your son being very, very, very young. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's crazy. He yeah, could probably he, dunk a basketball by now or he's driving or something crazy like that. He just got his license on Thursday, oh, no. actually. <laughs> yep, I know, which is both awesome, but also opens up a whole new world of worry. Right. Um, um, yeah, so wanted to know, like, you know, we've talked and been in touch on Facebook, and I'd love to hear a little bit more about how you got to Richmond, how the, that decision got made, and a little bit more about your work and um, what you do for fun besides the music and anything else that you want to share about your life that, that we don't know or, or that people might be interested in. Oh, okay. Well, um, first of all, how I got to Richmond. I uh, followed a girl. <laughs> awesome. Uh, who is no longer here, of course. <laughs> but, but I stayed. Uh, let's see, I came down here in 1999. It was definitely October 1st. You can never forget that date. Okay. So uh, I've been here coming up on 21 years, I think. Yeah. I'm not doing the math right, but uh, yeah, it's uh, Richmond's been home. Um, you know, it's always nice to get back to Saranac Lake and all that kind of stuff, uh, which I, I, I hold true to my heart. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so far, you know, I've established a nice life here and, um, everything's going pretty well. So, you know, there's ups and downs, but you know, that's life, right? I think it's everywhere. Fact. Yeah. I, I, I'm always, my heart has always got a piece of it in Saranac Lake, even yeah. being out in California for 25 years now. And so I get it. I feel like it's, I feel like that's true. Definitely. Well, we uh, got our moms there. So, you know, I mean, that, that's just the rock. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yep. Um, in in Richmond, did you were cooking when you were back in Saranac Lake? Did you continue cooking when you got to Richmond, or were you in a different position? Tell me a little bit about your work life and kind of the evolution of getting to this career change that you're in the middle of right now. Gotcha. Well, um, as uh, I worked at the hospital in Saranac Lake at the uh, Adirondack Medical Center, uh, was there for twelve years before I moved here. Uh, my first job was interesting because I uh, answered an ad in one of like the back pages of like the local periodical and all that kind of stuff. So I, my first job was actually, uh, I was like a, the maintenance guy at a hair and body salon. Okay. <laughs> Which was very interesting because uh, that's not the world I've ever known before, but I was around all these beauticians and stylists and, uh, masseuse people type like and all that kind of stuff. And um, it was just, it was a really good way to like open up from being, you know, a small town Saranac Lake to it's like, oh, wow. It's like, I'm in a capital city now. <laughs> it's a change for sure. Definitely, definitely. Uh, and of course, you know, Saranac Lake is, um, I mean, it is what it is, but you know, it was just eye opening and really nice to have an opportunity to work with like, people of color, people of different sexualities, people, you know, it's just normal people. But, you know, we came from like a small market and so small. it was just it, that balance wasn't there or, you know, at least it wasn't like the opportunity to, it, you had to like actually know those people. You just didn't there was see so it little diversity where we grew up and none. Yeah. Yeah. None. Yeah. You're right. None. There's more now, I think. There but, definitely is. But but when we grew up there, there was none. Um which sure. must have been must have been a challenge for you too. I mean, I don't know how you experienced that. Um Uh it was interesting. Uh you know, it, it I really feel sad for um I won't mention their names and all that kind of stuff, but like uh you know, be me being like a black Latino and all that kind of stuff. Uh, like the high school, like looking at the others that had to go through the situation, I remember a couple times being referred to as the good one. Oh, yeah. And that sucks. That's, that's just it's horrific. You know, and I still talk to these people daily. And it's just like, you know, uh, how, how was I put on like this little pedestal and like everybody else was like just considered like, I don't know, like whatever – their family told them stereotypical of like how African-Americans are mm -hmm. in, in the negative way. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, it, it's obvious, uh, you know, and there's a positivity for African-Americans, of course, but you know, um, small minded people and you're outnumbered by them. 
it's really, uh, it, it must have been really hard on them. It, it was hard on me, but, you know, I, I didn't have it that badly. You seemed very, I, I don't know, it just, at the risk of, of being considered, I don't know what I would be considered, but it just, I, it just didn't cross my mind. You just, it, you just seemed to navigate all of the it doesn't it wasn't even like you were navigating it it was just you were just a fish in water it seemed and yeah. you probably didn't feel that way but <laughs> but but that's how you know there just never seemed to be a question about that no um, no no so uh, you know i i feel blessed in that sense and of course i had wonderful friends you everybody else um you know it's just i i was comfortable but i could also tell that you know not everybody also had the same opportunity that I was having. And I've always kind of like really felt bad about that. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. I think, I think it's same, you know, it was similar with anybody who had, um, didn't come out as gay or any of the, any of the other, um, options that, that are so available in a city, um, in terms of feeling comfortable with being who you are and, and expressing who you are, I think there's a lot of hiding that goes on in small towns. Um, and that's, right. a, you know, it's still to this day, I think it's less, but I think, I think it happens a lot. And, and I think that's really hard. Um, so, yeah. Definitely so. Definitely. Yeah. So you got to Richmond, you, you, your eyes were getting open, you were experiencing new things yep. in this job and you stayed there for a little while and, and, and kind of got your feet under you or tell me more about that. Yep. Definitely. Um, actually, um, my position was eliminated and sadly, like the business went under and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, you know, I, I'm still actually friends with like pretty much all of those people. So uh-huh. you know, we, uh, we, we still got like our little community and all that stuff. But, uh, that's when I took another stab at school, uh, went for music. Okay. Uh, which was really cool. Um, actually one of my buddies who I worked with at the salon, uh, decided to go with me. So, you know, it was just like, Oh, I got, you know, I got a brother in arms. That's great. So, uh, did that actually at the, uh, the same school I'm going to now for dental school. Okay. So, uh, you know, when uh, I told one of my professors, I was like, yeah, I'm actually a returning student. She's like, Oh, when were you here? I was like 2003. And she's like, how old are you? <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then I told her and she's like, Oh, you're the same age as my son. I was like, great. You know, <laughs> But uh, yeah, did that, and then uh, after that, all finished up. Uh, had to get had to get a job, and I think a lot of us know the reality. It was, um, yeah, music. Every now and then, someone gets lucky to where it pays. Yeah, it does not pay. It does not pay. In <laughs> fact, don't it. you we, often have to pay to to play places? Yes, I know that's uh, true actually, in LA. We played a show last night, and. Um, I talked to the guy that was a promoter and all that stuff. And we had previously talked about what we were charging at the door and like, we just walked in and it was just like, you know what? The city's still under lockdown. People were having fun anyways. We're like, it's a free show. I yeah, mean, just, you know, we just, the exposure school, uh, you know, they treated us nice and uh, you know, it, it's just, it just worked out. It was really, really, really nice time. But, uh, it must yeah, have been great so, getting back in, getting back to playing. I know, I know that that's yes. been really hard for musicians lately. Is just to not be able to be with their their bandmates and 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 then there's you can't really play for crowds most mostly unless you're outside or, yep, you know, undercover. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. much. Yeah, I, I, I'm amazed at all the uh, bands that are like doing their streaming shows and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not saying we haven't figured out how to do that. It's just that we really haven't had the time uh, just because of each band members jobs and families and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, straight off the hilt. I mean, our lead singer is a firefighter. So, you know, when, when, when it's his time to like go to work, I mean, he's, he's you just go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And we, we don't even see him. So, you know, but uh, yeah. So, uh, you know, last night was fun and, but the, yeah, the, the part of being a musician, is cool and everything, but you know, that as far as like getting the education and stuff, I was like, I need something to do. So I instantly fell back into food service. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically I, I, I was furloughed sadly. And uh, it was May 12th. I've still been there. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything's cool. No, no worries. Uh, great place. You got furloughed uh, on your birthday. 
No, no, it was March. March. Okay. I'm very sorry. Yeah, March. Yeah. <laughs> Though that would make sense. <laughs> yeah, blow out the candles. Now leave. You know. Get out. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> no. So um, yeah, I, I had been with this business probably about 15 years, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know. I previously. Uh, I, I was also, I, I was involved in the demo program at school already. So like I had to cut back my hours and all that stuff. It kind of made sense to get rid of someone that wasn't going to be there full time anymore. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I'm not mad about any part of that. Uh, I, I'm just really glad that I, you know, had the opportunity to meet so many nice people. Uh, my bosses are really great people. Uh, little, little business family owned and all that. Uh, mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they, we all took care of each other and it is what it is. But I was there one day and I was like, I've been here a long time. I was doing something simple, like maybe chopping onions or, you know, making pound cake to put in the oven and all that kind of stuff. And it just hit me. And I was just like, wow, I don't like doing this anymore. It's like, it was that was clear doing- of a moment, huh? Yeah, I mean, I, I stopped and I like I looked at everybody in the room and like I even like one of my coworkers was like, "You all right?" And I'm like, "Not yet, not yet." And so, um, you know, I talked to my my girlfriend Danielle, uh, girlfriend the last ten years. She's awesome, and she, uh, you know, this is like we need a new plan and this is what I want to do. And she's like, "All right, well, you know, jump right in. Here we go." And uh, yeah, um, actually, I, my classes start tomorrow. Do they? <laughs> yes. So I, I guess I'm a junior now or something. I, I, I'm not really sure. But uh, yeah, with the whole COVID and all that kind of stuff, uh, this, this is actually helping me getting ready because I have to be on Zoom tomorrow. This is my second time on Zoom. Okay. All right. Well, you are, you are, you seem like a natural at it. It seems, you know, if it was uh, easy. Well, thank you. Well, thank you. But yeah, um, as far as like uh, making that choice and, you know, I, I'm really excited about it. I also got like a little worries because of like, you know, the medical field right now is uh, how they're dealing with like PPEs and yep. how they're like dealing, you know, we're basically, um, it, it's so weird that like I have all this new knowledge of like the human mouth and like the face and the head and all that kind of stuff. Where I'm just like, you know, we're all beautiful people, so it's completely normal. But we are bacteria, filthy beasts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it must be, uh, it must have changed your, it must change your whole perspective on. Yeah, yeah. Everything. It's just like, you know, I mean, and like one of the first things I do when I meet a person, I was like, a smile will tell you everything. Uh huh. But now I'm also like, oh man, you should really get that looked at. <laughs> you know, so it's, it's like it's a lot of plaque you got going on there brother you know yeah (laughs) yeah you can't say that out loud of course but (laughs) i wonder if that's do you think that's true for everybody in the medical and dental field that they just it's it's kind of like us when when we're we're as cooks or you know you're you're critiquing the menu when you go Mm. out to eat or or you'll notice that something's chopped you know irregularly and you're like oh that guy's a hack is it the same kind of thing where now you have this new knowledge and, and you're you're analyzing as you go I think it kind of is. Um, I will say one thing about the restaurant that I, I am not at anymore is uh, it, it's kind of big for, they have a tarragon chicken salad. Uh-huh. And uh, I've made it so many times, I can't even tell you. But, and I'm not someone that just goes out to a restaurant and orders chicken salad, but I've, I've had some other places. I'm like, oh, these people are, what are you doing? Yeah. I was like, it's like, if you ever heard of salt, you know, I was like, <laughs> you know, so yeah. do something, you know, it's like, I'm not saying I'm the king or anything. You have to impress but me. Do you but you taste like, as you go, right? I mean, there's, there's, there's things that we do in the kitchen to ensure a good product. So pretty much. Yes, yeah, d- definitely. And definitely. they're pretty basic. Yeah, they are. But uh, you know, uh, people try and you know, if, I mean, the one thing about anything you do, whether it's like music or you write a song, you know, you try to make it different. Food's the same way. Food is like, you know, it is what it is. You know, we know how to, what we like, but we, it's really kind of terrifying in a little way to expect everybody else to feel the same way about it. Yeah. Which is just, you know, I mean, it's just what the job is. But, yeah. you, know, um, you know, like, again, getting back to um, being back in the dental school and all that kind of stuff. 
I think it's, um, it, it's really helped me understand like a new, I will say definitely an opportunity, but I'm also seeing like a completely different way of looking at like for what my future job is going to be, because uh, I will say that the gender field in this is highly dominated by females. Mm -hmm. So I'm going into something that is like, I'm, I'm going to be sticking out like a sore thumb. completely. Mm -hmm. And, uh, does that make it, you it, nervous? Are, you, are uh, you concerned about that in any way? Or do you have a, I mean, well, I mean, uh, <laughs> you might laugh at this. I've always been comfortable around the ladies. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> did not know that. <laughs> but, um, that being said, I mean, uh, all my classmates and my teachers to this point have all been female. So I don't know. It, it's just natural. We just, we, you we make friends them. well with women, you, you, um, and men too, but, but you definitely have a, um, you seem to truly just like women and, and, and doesn't feel oppressive the way it can with some men. It's just yeah. comfort. It's just comfortable. Well, I you connect with them. Being raised by my mom and my grandmother, uh, and you know my 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 aunt Susan, uh, I, 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 it's just they always told me that you know, hey, you know, <laughs> men suck. <laughs> 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 try 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 not to be one of those. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah and, you know, so uh, I, I've always worked with that, and uh, you know, definitely thankful for the three of them and. Yeah, you know, that, that, we need to shout out to your mom right now because she's just such an amazing woman, and oh, a musician Liz. in her own right, and she did that thing this past spring, that big program. Yeah, um, yeah. and and uh, you know, I just she's always she's been a, some. She's already doing something currently too, because uh, there was a a lady there that actually left Saranac Lake, but she was head of the diversity group. Okay, and she felt she was uh, being threatened. Getting back to oh, I heard about that small town, uh, right? So she left, but my mom was like, "No, no, 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 no! You just didn't meet the right people." And so my mom reached out to her, and they've been like talking ever since. And like right now, um, you know, my mom's been basically put on the diversity program with her. Still That's from awesome. Lake. I don't think the woman is moving back anytime soon. But uh, yeah, mom's helping out, and uh, she's she's just she's like, I got to do something. I can't just like let this happen. Yeah, you know, she's like, I've been here, but you know, I'm like, whoa. I'm trying to do the math of how long uh, we've actually been. I was three, so okay, so like, so she's been a lot of 40, years, <laughs> forty-eight years. She's yep. been there forty-eight years. Yeah, she loves it every time she comes down here. She's like, "Wow, look at this! Like, there's so many people." Like, oh my God, I can see know. her liking that. You know, it's weird too because you know she's she's born she's born in Queens, New York. You know, she's from New York City. Yeah, and she comes in here and is like, I, she's just like amazed, and I'm just like, it it makes me realize that it's like she gave up so much for me to move me to like a small area, so I didn't grow up in like you know mm. the Bronx. So that was purposeful for on her end. She she Absolutely. okay. I didn't know that. Uh, with with the help of my grandmother, of course. But yep. uh, yeah, because my mom was sixteen when she had me. So yep. Mm -hmm. You know, so, so she was a baby raising a baby. Yep. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's just it, it it's there's something lovable about watching her like just be like amazed by everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's pretty <laughs> you know, cool. It's like it, deeply in my heart, and you know that. My my mom to me is like just my hero. She's I, I think she's just badass. I think she uh, is badass. Yeah, I you think, always made uh, me feel so comfortable when we'd come by and and hang out at your house. Like I just always felt really comfortable and and just welcomed, and and that was just so appreciated. Yeah, yeah. Well, she she still does that to this day for, yeah. for everybody. You know, yeah. uh, you know she's uh, she's raising the town. She said that one night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's amazing. Yeah. So back to the down. So how did you decide to go back to what, did, what was your process of choosing? You know, you, you came to this point where you weren't really happy doing what you were doing, needed to do something else from the sounds of it. What made you decide on this course of action? Um, tell me a little bit about well, that. Well, uh, first of all, I've always liked teeth. Okay. Which is, uh, I don't know, maybe being a hockey fan. That's, <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's something, there's a correlation there. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I've always been really interested in 
like there's some people that are like, I hate the doctor. I hate the dentist and all that kind of stuff. And I'm just like, ah, I, I love the dentist. So it was like, you know, they clean your teeth, you know, they just make you feel better. And, you know, it, it's, it's just this weird, really trusting one-on-one -on -one situation that you have with somebody. And I've never actually gone to a dentist that has ever made me feel uncomfortable. So I've always felt that, you know, it, I think it's an occupation that I would like because it, it just relates to people when they're definitely most vulnerable because, mm -hmm. you know, <laughs> you know, sit down, open your mouth, don't talk for 40 minutes. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people can't do that. <laughs> That's a good and, point. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, I have this level of trust in people. I also really hope that they trust me. So um, I, I just, I don't know. I, I think it's amazing that, uh, you know, everything I've learned to this point and there's still much to learn, but uh, it's just, I find it fascinating. And um, you know, who can fault that? I think it's, it really is my calling. I love to, so I'm just, I guess that's part of why I do this, this work, this podcast is I'm fascinated by how people find that because it takes a while sometimes, or we have different points in our life that, you know, we're going in one direction. It's good for that time period, but then you kind of outgrow it and you want to move in a different direction, but it can be hard to, hard to make the shift. And so I'm always just, that's a great story. I would not have ever, as someone who's always afraid of the dentist, like that would not have been my story. Ah. <laughs> you know, I've always had this big fear about it because I, I, in my twenties I had, uh, I didn't take care of my teeth and I went to this this dental school and got some work done and had no money. And so it was a bad experience at, you know, at the time and that kind of always stuck with me. And so, um, yeah. it's just interesting how these things kind of evolve or emerge for us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, it sounds like Danielle has been a huge support too, which oh, she I, definitely has. Um, also, uh, I was going to go previously, but she came home, she was in food service herself and she came home one day. She's like, Nope, can't do it. Can't do it. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, what are we doing? So she went to an online school, uh, University of North Texas. And uh, she's went to be a librarian and she's currently uh, higher up in, in that field. And uh, she, she's doing great. So she's same thing great. with her. It sounds like she, she, she had that pull to do something else and, and Absolutely. Found, her, found her calling as well. That's amazing. Absolutely. And yeah. I like to, 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 to watch her as she is a working machine. She outworks me in a second, <laughs> but uh, you know, her, her drive, what she brings into it, um, it. It's always fascinating going to like their, uh, like they have an award show and all that kind of stuff. Um, and just, just to see her in her work element is like, yeah, she, this is, this is what she was supposed to that's do. That's what she's supposed to be doing. Yeah. That's yep. pretty cool. Yeah. Definitely. Wow. Definitely. That's awesome. Um, Tell me a little bit about where do I want to go right here? Um, is there anything like a little known fact about your life that most people don't know or wouldn't guess that you'd, that you'd uh, want to share? Uh, well, I mean, that I'm not really sure. I think I'm an open book, but I really think that like people around me and stuff, there's just like, Oh, you know, you're excitable and all this kind of stuff. And, you know, you know, here's whips and blah, 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 blah. Um, I could be painfully quiet. Like, almost kind of like an introverted type. Just, I don't know, people don't expect that, but it's just how it is. I mean, you know, they come, you know, they'll, they'll come to see like uh, one of our shows and all that stuff. And it's like, oh, you're jumping around up there. It's just like, you're, you're crazy, man. And all that kind of stuff. And though, you know, and then hey, we're at a party. It was like, oh, you better hide the beer. Cause whips is here, you know, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, uh, I, I just really, I, I don't know if I've always been this way, but I really just have always been pretty just calm. You like your solitude at times. Oh, I could <laughs> There, I, there's some people that are just like, you know, uh, I need to be out. I need to be doing something and all that stuff. And I'm perfectly fine at, with myself just yeah. hanging out. Mm -hmm. you know, I think I'm, that's I'm, true I'm, for a lot of performers, yeah. actually, that they, they are, they appear as extroverts, but they're actually not. Oh yeah, probably, probably. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but you know, um, 
sometimes it comes with, you know, it, it's, it's not a perfect way to live because, you know, sometimes you, you kind of miss out on things. Uh, I think the one part about that is uh, you have a lot of time to think about things. And sometimes you got to pull it in together. It's like, am, am I, am I, go, am I crazy? Did I just say that out loud to myself? Or also it was just like, no, 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 no. Everybody probably feels that way. <laughs> it's like, well, well, how would you know? Because there's no one there to ask. You're not, you're not <laughs> getting it out of your head and into the, into the world. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. I think that's so, true. Yeah. So when we have company and stuff, I'm very excited and you know, it's just, it's always great. But you know, when, when it's quiet time, I'm just like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I get that. Definitely. 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 So, uh, yeah, I think uh, the one thing about me is like, yeah, people don't really under know that of how quiet I really am. Yeah, that and you that know. you that you enjoy it. It's not it's not yeah. oppressive. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm not always full throttle David Lee Roth at all times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you definitely bring an energy. I mean, I just remember when when I was bartending. You know, the nights were more fun on the nights that you were there, and just always, it's always been that way. You walk into a room, you bring an energy, and I think that's great. And and um, but I think it's also it's also nice to kind of recharge or or just step back from that too. So it yeah, be, definitely. Yeah. Especially, you know, um, maturity becomes part of that, you mm -hmm. know, uh, definitely not doing some of the things I used to do back in the days, but, uh, yeah, I, I just think you, you, there's just something beautiful to me personally with a level of calmness, mm -hmm. you know, that, you know, there's just a, you, the switch doesn't always have to be on, you yeah. know, I, I'm fine with people not, knowing who I am or just walking into a store and like leaving or, you know, a restaurant or something like that. It, it's fine with me where, you know, the only person that knows my name is like order for whips. <laughs> just like, yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> just like, Dude, you always ordered the same thing. I was like, yeah, I know. I like it. Yep. That's how I like it. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's, I mean, there's a couple directions we could go with that from a choice standpoint. I, I feel like we have all these choices and, and we are made sometimes to feel like, ordering the same thing is, is a character flaw, but I don't believe that anymore. I think, I think if you're, I guess I think if you're never willing to try anything else, that could be a problem. But if you right. know what you like and, have, and, and have chosen that from among the other choices, you know, not, not that anybody needs my blessing for a decision they make, but oh, yeah, it's yeah. kind of an interesting thing though. The whole cultural feeling we have around choice being more is better. I don't necessarily think that's true. True. Very true. Very true. <clears throat> um, in terms of advice or, well, actually, tell me a little bit about a challenge or obstacle or a significant moment in your life. I mean, we've talked a little bit about that moment in the kitchen and maybe that's, maybe that's it, but was it really, how, how long did it take from the time you had that moment to the time you enrolled for school or decided to make the change? Or was that the moment? Um, it, it was probably, I, I actually had to wait for that semester to start. So I had to wait, but it was right there. And, um, I, I remember one day, sadly, uh, one of my love, my coworker, Joseph, really, really good man and stuff. And, uh, I, we had like a, a storage facility outside in the back. So, and he was outside and I just took him on me because I was just overwhelmed. And I literally was like in tears mm -hmm. and I was just like, he was like, you all right. I was like, I can't do this anymore. You know? And I called Danielle and I was like, I, I called my mom even. I was, like, I, I was like, I think I'm done. And you know, everyone gave me like their personal advice at that moment. But you know, it was also nice to know that like they all had my back. Mm -hmm. uh, it was three different forms of advice, which was even better. Yeah, so no, some, I'm interested in that if you're willing to share it. Yeah, yeah. Well, Joseph being like on staff and stuff was like, you know, first of all, he's like, yo, you can't leave right now. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> take a beat. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. But it was like, it, it just hit me that I don't think I can do this anymore. And yeah. he's like, all right. He's like, let's get through today. And you just need to be away from this. And like, whatever you do when you go home, you do that. And, you know, you know, he's like, you're a smart man. And by the way, this, this, he's a very, I, I'm easily like 25 years older than this, this gentleman. Mm -hmm. 
but he was like, you know, just play it cool and everything could be all right. And, you know, we'll, we'll, you'll, you'll see where you are when you, when you come back. Yep. And I was like, all right, yeah, I'm going to calm down and all that stuff. I called Danielle and I was just like, I can't do this anymore. She's like, all right, well, we need a plan because she, she always has a plan. Yep. <laughs> Dan- mm-hmm. Danielle, she's, she's either writing something down or she's reading something. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, you know, she basically was like, you know, we, we talked about doing this and we got to get this going and, you know, you just, you know, we sh- we'll, we'll make it work. We'll just make it work. And she's like, you take time to figure out what you need to do and just we'll get it going. And yep. I was like, okay. And, and that made me feel at ease because, you know, it you know. took the urgency out of having to like throw sure. down your apron and walk out. Right. Oh yeah. 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 Which, is what I told my mother was basically on the horizon. And of course, you know, she came through with like, well, you don't need to <laughs> treating you wrong. When's the last time you got a raise and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Feeding the fire, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And so, you know, she got me all amped up and I was just like, no, 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 no. She's like, she's like, listen, whatever you do next is going to be what you want. And it's not going to happen today. But when like you get through today, you've already started your future basically. And I that's was like, great oh. advice. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? That's what I, that's what I have to do. You know? And I, honestly, I told like, um, my bosses are a married couple. Uh, Anna, the wife, uh, she, I, I told her, I was like, listen, there, there's some things going on with me right now. And I, I don't know how long this is going to go on. And she's very lovingly. She, she's a mom. Mm-hmm. So she's like, all right, well, you know, let's, let's, let's work and see what we got to do. And, you know, if we can do all this, you know, we'll, we'll make it work. You know, she's like, she's like, we're not giving up on you. She's like, please don't give up on yourself. So, you know, as far as me not being there anymore, uh, there were ups and downs. There was a couple things that I really frowned upon maybe because, you know, I, you know, I 30 years of, that business is, punishing. It, it's not perfect. It's, it's a not, punishing business. Oh, it is brutal. It, it is brutal. brutal. Yeah. But, uh, the, the owners there, they were nice enough to be like, all right. And I've also seen them handle this with other people. So it's just, it, it, it wasn't fake. You know, they were real with me. I've seen them be real with other people. And, uh, I think maybe because I had been there so long, maybe it was just a, the, the respect level. But yeah, at the same time, I was like, I was like, I, I, I'm not trying to say anything here out of chaos or anything, but it's like, I, I, my time here is winding down. And I think they knew that. Sounds and, like uh, you had a good basis of trust with them. Yeah, I did. Which, which is just so beautiful when you have that. I did. Yeah, um, I think the weird thing is uh, I I haven't gone, I haven't walked through those doors since. And there's been a couple times of like reaching out to me and stuff where, you know, at, at first, it, it, it's hard to be furloughed. I'll tell you that. Mm-hmm. It kind of makes you feel like you weren't good enough. Does it? Yeah. You, I mean, even given all that's going on, is it, does, I'm, I'm, that's, I think I get it. I, I'm curious though, like with, with, with the Corona and the chaos that comes from that, you, you still are feeling that way. Um, you know, I, true to being a Taurus, it's uh, I can be grudgy. <laughs> right. Like why? Yeah. But also I, I've also hit a point in my life where I'm just like, well, I mean, I, I, I tried to look at all the positives I got out of it. Like good friends, uh, basically, a coworker that worked there a long time ago. Uh, she was Danielle's best friend and she introduced us. Okay. So, you know, I got that out of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just, uh, I, I've met so many good people and uh, you know, I'll just take that as being like, I'm very thankful for all of that. And I, I, I can't be mad about what happened in the past. I can see the mixed feelings though. I mean, I think, I think whenever, whenever you have to leave a place or if something when it's not fully your choice, it can leave a yeah. uh, residual kind of yeah. bad yeah, taste or especially being there so long. 
Yeah. But uh, yeah, like I, I like I said, um, the, the future's in front of me. So that's where, that's where I'm walking to. Yeah. What about, what do you think was the catalyst for having that moment? Because I think, I think a lot of people at this age that we are, which is in midlife, have these moments where we're like, okay, this is, no, <laughs> I can't yeah. do this anymore. And it feels so urgent to, to just leave in the moment. And, and yet we still usually need a plan. So what do you think was it about that moment that, or, or what brought you to that moment? Um, I mean, I think this happens with every occupation. I think it happens with your family, friends, something. That, but uh, it's just, it, it was a level of stress that just got to me. And uh, I think one thing that some people, like when they, when they get stressed out, they can go, they can go anywhere. They can go to like different places. Like some kids just fall into like, like a, a vat of depression. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people store it away and act like it's not even there. And some people just come out and like, you know, they're just like Sam Kinison yelling. (laughs) (laughs) You know, maybe I was like a mixture of all three and all that stuff, but I I just like, you know, I, I just felt the pressure of like, you know, I was like, why is my chest so tight? And why am I having all these weird thoughts? And like, you know, it's like, this this isn't me. It's like, I I don't like what I, I am right now. Right. So like it, it definitely it, it was stress. Yeah. It, 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 there's no even to sugarcoat it. That's exactly what it was. And yeah. I just uh, I had enough. I, I had enough, and I think uh, you know since since that day of being cut from there, I you know I mean <laughs> the COVID. You know we got the, the every everywhere you go here. It's like you know the, the Black Lives Matter and like yeah. What, well, we were on vacation. I actually saw, like, um, on the news, I was on my phone, and we had a uh, a militia that was supporting the uh, Second Amendment mm-hmm. walking down our main street. It, it's like, if I go outside my house, I can see this street right now. They were armed to the teeth. Oh, my gosh. I don't care if you're a gun owner or anything like this, but these were, like, military-style weapons. I mean, you could look it up, and you would swear that, you know. <laughs> you were in a different... <laughs> place yeah oh yeah 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 and they were dressed uh, i was like my god i was like i should open a store that sells like you know <laughs> military clothes and all this stuff i can make a killing because they they were dressed to the nines i mean they had like the best and just i was like wow i was like how much money you spend on this <laughs> that's crazy but you know i mean they have their right the second amendment is uh you know it's it's there what it is and you know um just because I disagree of how they're doing it, that's on me. I just think it's a little aggressive, you know, and probably someone's going to, all the words that are out there as far as like, you know, all right, it's just being like a libtard and all that kind of, it's just, yeah. you know, the name calling, first of all, is not helping anybody. <laughs> yeah, it's not. And I think, you know, we've touched on a couple really sensitive topics today in our conversation, and I and I wonder, like, even there may be some reaction or, or um, not all positive to what we did talk about. How how either of us talked about it, and you know, as we were as we were navigating some of the race stuff, I I, I was thinking, gosh, this is part of making the change is, is being able to stumble through some of this. Um, same with yeah. politics. Like we are, we have to be able to sort out our thoughts and, and, and how we feel about things, but it's stumbling through some of it. And, and so, um, right. Right. You know, it's, it's not clean. It's, it's, it's very messy right now. And it's very, you know, I think there's a lot of uncertainty um, around even how to express definitely feelings and thoughts in a way that's, constructive and isn't going to get like ripped down or shredded up somehow on on social media so you know we may get some pushback on this episode from that but but i kind of also feel like you know this is part of the healing process too so right uh anyway i I was talking to a friend of mine and um i hope this doesn't offend anybody but i was like man we live in the states right now we do not live in the united states of america Mm -hmm. right because we're not united right now we're not united it's like we got to earn that united again you know, it, it, it's just, uh, we're, we're, we're in a tough place and, um, social media is 
just it, it's it's dangerous. It's dangerous. It, it it can be used for so many good things, but right now, I mean, people's reactions to like whatever. I mean, everyone's hiding behind their keyboard and saying, "Ah, oh, you said this, and I hate you." And blah 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 blah. It's like <laughs> you remember back in like grade school when we would like write notes and pass them under the desk and stuff. <laughs> there was no like, there were no like buttons. Yeah. They yeah. were, you know, the teacher <laughs> might catch you, but that, that was, you know, yeah. <laughs> might get up to the principal level, but that was about it. Definitely. Definitely. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I just wish, uh, I wish us all well. And I hope one day we can return to a beginning of what felt normal back in the day. Yeah. And, you know, I know everyone uses the, the whole title, like the new normal. Um, it, why do we got to, why do we have to do something new? I mean, if, if it was working in the first place, I mean, you know, add to it, make it better. But I don't know. There's like, like I said, so many people hiding behind like their keyboards and just being bullies and just waiting to like pounce on you when you say something it's a gotcha kind of uh, mentality yeah, yeah. and I've, I've done it i've done it mm -hmm. i mean I've, well we get emotional right we we want to respond and make our mark or or stake you know plant our flag in in that dirt and i think that's it's it. really that's yeah it. yeah i've gone with facebook now i'm just like you know i'm sitting i'm sick of arguing about politics it's like yeah. here's a picture of my dog <laughs> yeah here's where my band's playing tonight. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Hey, this and that. And it's like, uh, it's just, I, I don't have time because uh, I don't know. It, it's life is to be enjoyed. Not just be like, there's enough suffering angry. without creating more, I think. Yeah. And, and so, yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. We're all so angry right now and then it, it shouldn't be that way. Yeah. 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 You know? I'm resistant to talking to anybody about any of it. And I'm not resistant to doing my own work, like learning more or trying to sort out my own thoughts, but I am resistant to talking about it because I just feel, I feel emotional. I feel, I think there's like raw edges everywhere. And that's yes. the, that's, there, there's a lot of, a lot of stirring of the pot that isn't helping. True. Very so, true. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely agree. Yeah. Um, in terms of, so uh, you, you took that advice, uh, the different uh -huh. pieces of advice, you kind of recalibrated and, and went from there. Right. Um, would you give, if, if anyone else were in this type of situation where they were ready to just like walk out the door, what would you tell them? Uh, of course, my way of handling at first was reactionary. Mm -hmm. And of course, uh, that's, that's just being a human. Um, if I could give any advice, I would just have a plan and stick to it. Even if it's not working out, like nothing's perfect. There's going to be ups and downs. Also, I can tell you this. I did start dental school and like, I just got overcome with like so much that I actually took the semester off, mm -hmm. you know, and I walked away and like, I was just like, I don't know if I'm built up for this. And, you know, and everyone was like, just take some time, get your head back. Everything's going to be good. My advisor and my professors were just wonderful. And when I came back, I just remember like a, my, my favorite teacher, uh, you know, she looked up and, you know, she was like stacking her papers and she just gave me a little wink and smiled and like, was like, hello. She's like, I knew you'd be back. That's awesome. <laughs> <I love> that. <laughs> definitely. 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 So yeah, um, ha have a plan. Um, uh, go for it. Repeat that last little bit because I think you froze up for a minute. Oh, have a plan. Uh, I'm very sorry. Yeah, no worries. Yes. Yeah, have, have a plan. Stick with it and uh, ask lots of questions because, you know, you don't know. It's going to change every day. That's great. I love it. And then um, for those moments when you, when you want to chuck it all, what do you, what do you say to that? Uh, well, uh, I, I think one thing uh, about being a sports fan, uh, especially, you know, being an athlete back in the day uh, was just um, accept the loss and know you got another day, you know, it's, it's just, you know, it's not over. That one didn't work. Yeah. Try again. <laughs> 
but you could you can you can do this so you know just get ready for the next day yeah that's awesome that's pretty much how I had to do it because you know I was just like uh you know I was like what am I going to do like sink another 30 years into food service that's not what I want yeah Yeah. you know it's like that's just going to make me a crazy person and you know nobody has time on this world for crazy Rick (laughs) right and crossroads like when you get to that crossroads you can either you can either go in the new direction or you can keep on the old one but you end up often bitter and unhappy and and true true you know, yeah not 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 contributing positively definitely and uh you know i i definitely uh have never been one to hide my feelings of how i feel about things so you know when when i'm sad I, i'm down yeah when i when i'm happy i'm electric uh you know when i'm quiet i'm either judging you or <laughs> <laughs> i really uh, i did one thing i tried to do to everybody is like i i actually listen to people you know uninterrupted i don't you know i was like say what you got to say you know they'll, they'll let you know when they're done <laughs> that's that's there we need more more of that for sure yeah i, I tried something i yeah. learned from my mom because you know you've you've been in her house and you know she's talking and she's she sits there you know i i get any of my mannerisms and how I act from her completely. So, you know, I don't know what it's like, how it feels to be the other person in the same room with the both of us, but. Uh, <laughs> it was always just a, a, a really nice experience from, oh, from my that, end. That, you know? that's, lo- that's lovely yeah. to hear. But yeah, uh, you know, we, we just, we always give you an opportunity to say what you got to say. Yeah. I guess that's the feeling you get when you're in the whips household is this feeling of acceptance. And I think, Definitely. you know, I mean, that's not, that's not rare, but it's not common either. Like there's so many places you go where you're, where you don't feel that way, where you're feeling yeah. judged or, or, you know, not fitting in or any of the things that can, can really just shut you down a little bit. Yeah. So Yeah. Music. I want to talk a little bit about music before we finish up today. So you've been playing bass forever since even before I knew you. Um, yeah, since age 15. What, since when? Age since 15. Since 15? Okay. Yep. Well, I knew you then, but I don't think we were really in the same friend circle at that point. Um, tell, you know, tell us about your musical influences. I think I know, you know, a few of the key ones, but I think it'd be great for you to share that. Ah, well, um, it's funny because I'm kind of one of these people. It's like um, I don't play or do a style of anybody I actually listen to. I kind of actually do my own thing. Uh, of course, obviously, uh, everyone that knows me back home is like, "Ah, oh, well, we're going to be listening to Rush all day. Rick's here, you know." <laughs> and like uh, as I've gotten older, it's like, "Oh, well, okay, we're going to listen to 311 all day." It's like I've never played that style of music in my life it's just what i listen to that's interesting that you have a separation there yeah definitely um some people are like like what are we listening to i was like dude this is claire de lune by debussy and they're like what <laughs> what are you listening? where'd that come from <laughs> yeah they're like what is this i was like this is one of the most beautiful songs it's just it hits me i love this song <laughs> it's like yeah you know, like, shut up and listen to it. <laughs> like, okay. And you're like, oh, okay, well, actually that was very nice. <laughs> do you find, do you have that when a song comes on that you want to hear, do you feel irritated when people talk through it? Uh, no, no. Cause I, mean, I, I, I struggle with that. Not really, I, I mean, um, ever since you've known me, I mean, since they invented the white, the Walkman up to the, like, you know, the iPod and all that stuff, I've always had the headphones on. So I really don't give, like when I'm in my element, like listening to stuff, even when I'm here alone, like I'll just put the headphones on because, you know, I, I live in an apartment building, so I don't want to, you know, blow my neighbors out. But, you know, it's like, oh, they're like, oh my God, it, you know, he, he's been listening to Motorhead for like 24 hours now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, that, that, that never really has bothered me. And plus, you know, uh, having seen so many concerts and actually playing so many shows, it, it's weird how you can actually talk to somebody as that's going on. And of course there's a lot of like, what'd you say? And, you know, <laughs> to me, it's totally normal. I once had a conversation with a promoter and I saw him leaving while we were playing a song and I was like, Hey, 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 the song is still, we're still playing. And I like uh-huh. kneeled down. And I was like, you're not going anywhere without paying us. He's like, no, I'm just going out to my car. And then we like had like a full five minute conversation. <laughs> you're still- and, yeah. 
Um, singer's looking at me like, what are you doing? And it's like, didn't miss a beat though. <laughs> That's fascinating. But yeah, it was just, it was a weird mix. I was like, no, 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 you're not getting out of this. Like, what the <laughs> but yeah, um, I will say after all the years of headphones and playing live shows and all that stuff, they, my hearing is surprisingly not that bad. That's great. That's fortunate. Danielle might beg to differ on that. Because, <laughs> you know, I have that that old man knob that's just like, oh, I didn't hear anything you said. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think I got from both of my grandfathers because they both were like just characters, comical characters. But uh, yeah, um, as far as like, yeah, listening to music and people talking, it's just, it's totally natural to me. Yeah. Who else, who else influenced you in terms of, or who else do you love to still love to listen to? You're uh, a big James Addiction fan, right? Huge James Addiction fan. Actually, uh, yesterday I found out that their second album turned 30 years old yesterday. And that just made me want to climb on the roof and jump off of like my own age. But I was just like, <laughs> wow. I was like, okay, well, it's a classic. <laughs> But um, my mom, as my mom and my grandmother, uh, Grandma Whips, have always been like major influences. Uh, there was always music in the house. Uh, Grandma was always like listening to like Motown. We always had like Al Green or all that kind of stuff. Uh, my mom kind of like threw in like you know being of her age. Uh, there was like that, that's when I started hearing like Santana and like Jethro Tull and Yes and like basically all the classic rock bands. And so uh, I remember that day uh, I came home and it's like my first album. I was like, oh, I bought my first album. And she's like, what is it? And I was like, Kiss, Love Gun. She's like, oh, my God. <laughs> she's like, no, we can okay, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Did she sit it's you like, down and, and, and talk to you? <laughs> no, no, no. She, she listened to it. That's great. You know, uh, she listened this to it like when, I, when I brought Metallica home. She's like, okay, I don't know what he's saying, but you like it. And, you know, that's um, pretty great. Growing up where we did, it was like all, like all my friends were guitar players. So I was like, well, I think bass is pretty cool. I was like, it's the first thing you hear when you go into a kick-ass party. It's like, you hear the bass through the you wall. You hear the bass. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. And I was like, I've always thought it was a cool instrument. So, you know, I was like, you know, we didn't have much money, but I was like, yeah, mom, I was like, I'm going to try bass. And she's like, all right, well, you better stick with it. And um, do you remember Todd Vancore? I do. Okay, well, uh, we were, we were on the same uh, basketball team in high school, and uh, there was that little Sears on the corner next to the water hole, mm -hmm. and my mom had ordered me, like, a bass and an amp from there. They're terrible. They were terrible, but they were my first ones. I mean, the, the amp, you turn it on two, and it, like, distorted instantly. Like, every song was Black Sabbath, which, of course, I was like, this is great. <laughs> but Todd would bring me down there every day, to see if it was it had shown up and you know and then when i got it like he would just stop by and he would hang out and he'd be like oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. he That's never cool. really he never really tried to like play an instrument himself though he but was he, like so so supportive it sounds like yeah oh he was so excited for me <laughs> too I, I i haven't seen him in ages and i i'm not saying i'm the greatest musician in the world but i think he would be impressed of where I am now compared You've been to at that, it for years. that day in my bedroom sitting there listening yep. to, you know, trying to play around with a Led Zeppelin album. That's really cool. And so yeah. you're in a band now and um, starting Snake to Loyal Salvation. All right. Yeah. So we'll definitely include a link to the, your Facebook page in the show notes um, for awesome. anyone who's in Richmond who wants to, you know, learn more, see some videos, um, see you when you play out. Um, It'd be really cool. How long has Snake Oil Salvation been in, in going? Uh, I'd say, well, with this lineup, we've been together a year. Um, I have been playing with my drummer, my basically my sister from another Mr. Tisha, uh, for 10 years. Uh, when I met her, she was a singer, and she's got one of these beautiful gospel voices. She sees, she's actually, she probably sang in church this morning. Um, but she, we were playing in a project and uh, she, she was actually playing uh, at an open mic with uh, our friend Chip and it was just the two of them. She was singing, he was playing acoustic guitar and I watched and I was just like, wow. And afterwards I went up and I was like, 
you two need a bass player. And she's like, yes, we do. <laughs> That's so awesome. <laughs> and so I've been with her ever since, but we did took a, we took a little moment there where we stopped. And uh, I had played in other bands and all that kind of stuff. But she's just, she texted me out of the blue one day and she's like, got bass? And I was like, what are you into? And she's like, come on over. I was like, all right. And then, you know, we've been together ever since. That's so cool. Yeah, and, but I never knew she played drums. I never knew she played drums. How could you, <laughs> did she just not disclose that? I mean, she was just... I don't think... Uh, she had always been pushed into a singer. I mean, everyone still to this day is like, Tisha, sing something. And she's like... <laughs> Fascinating. <laughs> okay. But, uh, yeah, I, just, I, I guess a lot of us didn't know she played drums. So it's just... Uh, Turned out that uh, she's really, really, really good. She was putting in work last night. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Yeah. She was. Uh, yeah. But um, yeah, I'd say Snake Elsevation has been together for about two years now. We went through uh, that horrible Craigslist thing of looking for a singer. And we finally found Nate, mm-hmm. uh, the fireman, who uh, really had never done it before. So uh, just just a crazy situation because you know he's he's so he's such a natural now and for him to tell you that he's like oh, i'm so nervous and all that kind of stuff this cat is first of all he's retired but he used to be an mma fighter oh really that's cool <laughs> yeah so crazy. he's retired from crazy. mma but he's a he's firefighter a, but now he's a firefighter yes 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 so it's like it's like this dude knows what action is so like for him to be like, um, this is a song I wrote. Tentative uh, <laughs> <laughs> and nervous. Yeah, it was like, you know, it's like, if we piss this guy off, he could kill everybody in this room. But here he is, he's like, okay, uh, I hope you like this. And we're just like, oh my God, just play it. Just play it. <laughs> so funny. I just think it's so weird how confidence shows up in these different ways or, or lack of confidence or just how, how you build it, how it, takes a while to figure it out um, right. to get, co- I guess it's about getting comfortable. Like how do you get comfortable with this new version of yourself? Yeah. Yeah. And especially right now it's hard because, you know, playing show- shows aren't out there right now because of the COVID. So, uh, you know, taking the show last night and uh, we got a couple more lined up, which is really, really cool. Uh, first of all, big, big, big shout out to our friends at the, um, the burnout pit because during the whole time, um, Tisha's wife, we were practicing there and they have kids and she's like, I don't want anybody coming in this house while this COVID's going on. And so we didn't have anywhere to practice. So Melanie and her boyfriend, Robert owned this club and we we've played there quite a few times. And she's like, come to us. We got the stage. Great. You know, you set up a time that you want to come in. We'll either say yes or no. They always said yes. And, uh, you know, they, they, they just been great. They basically, if you ask me uh, amongst other people that like run the, the original music scene, they've been like very, very, very big at keeping it going. So, uh, always thankful for them. And they just are superhumans. Her, um, her daughter actually is named, uh, Emma, Emma Garrell. Uh, their band is just, I'm going to make up a word here. Rocktastic. <laughs> that's awesome yeah yeah they, they they'll melt your face uh they're they're really really good and uh the, everybody in that band is just they're super sweet and uh yeah they, they just uh they, they're keeping the scene alive and it's we should have more people like that that's great i feel really really sad for all the bands that don't have an opportunity to there's just like itching to get out there right now yeah. and uh, uh hopefully whenever this thing passes we can get back to doing that but you know people are like doing their live streams and all that kind of stuff and you know it's it's weird that it has come to this but it's also nice to see that people just haven't completely given up i think what i've noticed you know with all the chaos that's happened i think a lot of people have forgotten about the forgotten about the musicians and the artists that are not able to make the money that they were able to make before oh the club even the club owners 
the club owners. And so um, we'll include links to um, your people in the show notes too. And if anyone has an opportunity or a little bit of extra cash, they can throw that throw their way in terms of donations or um, anything like that, please do. I, I just, I'm starting to take notice of that with, with my other musician friends and how important it is. So um I'm, I'm hoping our audience can think about that. And if they have a little bit of extra money to throw, throw towards the club owners to musicians, artists, they, they can do that. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're still employing people. So they, they got staff to pay yep. and, you know, um, yep. Overhead because, and- you know, I, I'm sure a lot of these people have also had to let people go and like, just keep a skeleton crew around to keep going. Actually, I think yesterday, one of our uh, favorite dive bars across the street announced on Facebook that they are temporarily shutting down because they just, they can't handle it right they now. They can't do it. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, heart, heartbreaking. You know, you see these people every day and you know, it's just like uh, the support was out there, but it's just, it just wasn't enough. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, we all know how hard it is to keep an establishment like that going to begin with. I mean, the margins are very slim. The, the costs are extensive. It's just, it's, it's tough. So, um, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're doing music. I think I'm glad, I'm glad that you've been able to keep on that. And it sounds like you're having a lot of fun with this, this band and, um, Oh, we have a good time. Yeah. 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 My, my knees hate me, but, uh, you know, (laughs) I I shouldn't be jumping around like that at this age. (laughs) (laughs) Um, anything else that, um, that you'd like to share with our audience before we close for the day? Uh, well, uh, not really sure, but I would like to thank you for this opportunity. Uh, this, is, this is a great thing you're doing, and uh, I've never been part of anything like this ever in my life. I mean, uh, yeah, doing the radio is a little different just because, you know, they're like, come in, play three songs, interview you, ask you all a question, get out of here. And uh, this, this is definitely like a little more personable it helps that I've known you like forever. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I know it's nerve wracking. I mean, I think, I think a lot of people, we hear all these podcasts and you don't think about it, but it, it's hard to put yourself out there in this way. It's, it's, oh, yeah. it's very personal. Um, so I'm, I'm grateful for you for having said yes. And, and it's really good to reconnect with you and um, let's stay on. I'll, once I stop recording, we can, we can stay on and chat a little bit, but Absolutely. Um, in the meantime, um, thanks for joining me today on the Workbench podcast and um, looking forward to the next episode. Thank you, Rick. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you, Chris. All right. Bye. Bye. Hey, everybody. Thank you for joining us today at the Workbench. We welcome your comments and would love to hear what you're in the process of building. Look us up at ChristinaAu.com, that's K-R-I-S-T-I-N-A-A-U.com, and if you enjoyed this episode, you can help us with our build by subscribing, sharing, and leaving a review on Apple Podcasts. We aim to stir the pot and inspire you for the next big thing you want to build or create. We look forward to seeing you next time.